0: Welcome to Royal C-Suite Truth, the ignition point for global impact and your compass for innovation. In this hive of game changers, we empower transformation, connecting one story at a time. So buckle up for a deep dive into the realities of the C-Suite as we continue our journey together. So let's get started. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Rage Brand. How are you doing, Rage? and where are you calling in from right now?
1: (laughs) Hi, so nice to be here. I am in Connecticut. I'm in the northern part of Connecticut.
0: Wonderful. It's a pleasure having you on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Rach is an investor and seasoned operator who supports businesses with growth strategy and growth capital in the form of debt. She believes everyone on the value chain should win with real-time returns. Her passion is food as prevention and a belief in systems change. You have me in systems. But anyway, (laughs) I think your mission for growth without boundaries is just remarkable. Again, I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Rach. (laughs) Thank you. Save Here, Wonderful. So let's dive right in. So first thing I'd like to know is what inspired you to pursue a career in leadership and how did you make it into the C-suite?
1: so um I actually started a company in high school. It was a company my parents had began and then I took over um, and made it something totally different as you know young 20 something optimistic humans do. Uh, and I grew that business as an executive um, director of a nonprofit and also as a chief um, innovation officer from the very beginning and that was something that I built um, as part of my career. Now, I've always worked in corporate industry, but I always did it as a um, consultant type person, still running my Mm -hmm. own company on the side. Um, So yeah, so that's kind of how I got started. And I've always been a participant in, um, I would call it the um, growth side of the business. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to give back to the community. So that's why Mm -hmm. I work young and startup businesses now.
0: It's always the rewarding part when you're starting to give back, right? Exactly. <laughs> Very wonderful. And essentially, if I understand this correctly, you just started right at birth. Briefly after birth, you were just destined to be in the sure. C-suite, right?
1: I was in my brother's boss. That's what I would like to
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. So what are the biggest challenges you face as a C-suite executive and how do you overcome them typically? What would you say?
1: Such a broad question. Uh, I think the biggest one is always recognizing that you're in charge. So whether you win or you fail, you're the one responsible for all of it. Um, So you have to rely on good people. You also have to make sure that you're working with those people, understanding and listening to what they have going on. You can't just assume that they're going to know what to do and um, assume that they're going to be following a guideline of sorts that's yours when you haven't actually articulated it. So I have found at times it's not been the right time for me to have a team member there executing on my vision because the vision wasn't articulated yet. So now I have um, a very clear, very straightforward vision and I have done my part in being able to wind back and be very clear before I actually start moving forward. And that to me has been the, the biggest win that um, I've learned as an executive is the importance mm. of being able to share what's needed and when.
0: That sounds amazing. So, um, and last time I checked, we're all humans, right? So what are the most common mistakes you see leaders in general make and how can they avoid them?
1: Yeah, well, I think having a backup plan is always, um, maybe five backup plans is always a good thing. We all know that... um, the path that you start on isn't always the one that you end up on. It's, it's likely a 10% chance that you will end up on the path you began on. Um, so my opinion is that you should just go with it, but always have a safety net to catch you. I think the biggest issue that most executives make is they assume it's all going to go well, and you go to plan and you spend a plan and not adjust and be agile along the way. So oftentimes I see that, myself included, at times I've completely run out of money and that's a really, really scary place to be. Um, mm. And the, the way that you wanna avoid that is by putting measures into place to assume the worst and expect the best.
0: Wonderful. So, and it just came, comes this, uh, this quote from Mike Tyson uh, to mind. So everybody has a plan until they get punched the, uh, into the face, right? <laughs>
1: I don't get punched in the face, but yes, I've definitely had those moments.
0: (laughs) So do you have an example? You got punched in the face, for example?
1: Oh my goodness. There's so many. So I would say, I think everyone, you know, something happened to them during COVID, but I really did not provide myself with runway, adequate runway. Um, And I had taken a huge risk right before um, the world shutdown. So in December 15th of twenty twenty. 20, 2019. and so I had a three month gap um, with really only six months of total runway, so I really only had it until June before my life would have been um, a problem. And so that was hard for me. I had to you know very quickly reposition. I changed everything from where we were living and we had just kind of landed in a new environment we moved across country, we got ourselves reestablished, I moved industries, I changed everything about what I was doing, because I realized the pivot was the only way I was going to survive and to take care of my family. Mm-hmm. And that was most important. So the, the, in the, what actually happened was I was in venture capital, it didn't go well. And I realized that I needed real time returns, which is why I landed in debt lending. Um, Mm. And debt for credit to me, what's important about it is that we're not living in pie in the sky theories. You're actually grounded in reality. They're real economy businesses working towards participating in our actual global economy. And I want to help and see those businesses succeed. So um, it's been a huge change that was very hard at the beginning. It was three years of Mm. really hard work. But I would say on this side of it today, I'm the happiest I've ever been, I'm the most grounded. And I believe that all change happens for a reason and it has to be really hard while you're going mm. through it.
0: So lean well, in. T- <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's just a testament of being agile, right? <laughs> not
1: a <laughs> 100% it is, it's a testament to being agile, but you also have to be willing to be agile. Mm. And I think so many people fight it and they, they really, mm. and I've been that person too, who's really fought it. Um, and now I'm, I'm not there.
0: Wonderful. Glad you're not there any longer. <laughs> so what is one valuable piece of advice you would give to other leaders looking to advance their careers? Oh,
1: well, I think always learning. So I know everyone talks about reading books, but um, my business partner Spring and I met at a book club. Um, the book mm-hmm. club is called, it was it's hosted by Connecticut Innovations, which is our nonprofit, I'm sorry, our um, venture capital arm for the state of Connecticut. And um, they, they're title for the book club is called Overbooked. Um, Mm -hmm. And what I love about that, it is actually the way that I am. I'm overbooked, but I can always make time for a good book. And um, (laughs) so we have spent our life on podcasts and listening to other founders that are doing interesting things having these types of conversations and dialogues, always being open and kind of starting your day, every single day with this idea that you can learn something. It's something that we teach our children, but oftentimes get really um, kind of complacent and sedentary in our own lives. And we don't think that we can keep evolving. And for me, I feel like every day is an opportunity to have a challenge that's gonna lead me to my next opportunity. Um, And my favorite quote, and I'm not sure who said this, is that. I need to meet as many people as I can because the one that I need to meet isn't the one I have met yet. And I love that because it makes me feel like I really am about change and growth. And you know, the fact that you and I are talking and having this conversation right now is because I put it out there that I want to know people and you did the same.
0: Well, wow. and here we are, right?
1: Here we are. Here we
0: are. <laughs> we already said at the beginning and after this conversation, we're going to continue to save the world, right? My goal. Well, it's yes. really hard. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> so, when was the last time you had a breakthrough moment as a leader, and what did you learn from that experience? I'm, I, I bet there were many. but What is kind of like what stood out to you? Yeah,
1: so that's. Um, I actually am not a people person. <laughs> And I think I realized that I'm really bad at being a manager of people. And so what I've done is my breakthrough moment was owning that and saying to myself, it's actually okay to not wanna do that, not wanna spend your energy and time developing other people. So lean into the part that you know what you can do best. And so I have set up my life, my breakthrough moment is I've set up my life to have people in roles that are things that I'm really, really bad at. And that's like tracking with tasks and deploying tasks and all of those things that really are like a people management thing. I have found a way to make it so that it's not my job. Um, and I've leaned into the things that I'm really good at, which are very short, call it four-hour conversations or less. I'm amazing in that moment. And any follow-up work, poof, it's gone. I can't do it. For <laughs> <laughs> a moment. Lean into your things that you're not good at and find somebody to do it.
0: That sounds like a very wise decision.
1: <laughs> so
0: no, definitely is to, to, to find others who can compliment you in your strengths and support you in that regard. So that's amazing. Yeah. So what is one valuable free resource you would recommend for leaders looking to improve their skills and knowledge?
1: Yeah, so it's actually a book that I'm looking at right now. It's 10X. And if you haven't read 10X, I'm going to bring it over to the camera. It's called The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Best book Mm -hmm. ever. And I'm sure most people have seen it. Yes. The other is um, a fantastic podcast that I listen to that's called Invest Like the Best. And it Mm -hmm. has absolutely changed my life. So I've learned a lot from that podcast. And I would encourage everyone to listen to that and the Founders Podcast.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. We put everything in the show notes. I I really appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you, Rach. So this brings me already to my final question. Yay, that goes fast. And it's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why?
1: That's such a good one. Um, Okay. So actually yesterday was our our last day of summer. Uh, We did our onboarding with school and the kids are seven and 10. And we went to the, the last day of the pool closing before school starts the next day. And they had a foam party for all these kids, which like I had foam parties in college and it was a blast, but like totally different kind of foam party, you know? And <laughs> so it was so enjoyable to watch my children with this music pumping, the sky just as blue as possibly can be. It's the end of summer and You know, the opportunity and the moment for starting fresh for the school year and starting fresh with my time, it was just a wow. It was a big wow Mm. moment and I loved it.
0: Oh, wonderful. Just making notes for my next phone party, right? To reschedule.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully alcohol's involved, it was an adult party, but you know, with the kids, it was really fun. (laughs)
0: I love it. Well, thank you, Rach, for this beautiful goosebumps (laughs) and an exciting one. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a a real pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today.
1: Me too. Thank you so much for your time. I loved it.
0: Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. As we anchor another transformative episode, remember... If today's tales resonated, then that's your ripple moment calling. Let's amplify this impact. I invite you with all earnestness to raid and champion Royal C-Suite Truth, to a fellow pioneer, a visionary, who craves this caliber of insights and transformation. For a deeper plunge into the harmonious realms of business growth with home life motivation, set your course to royal.org. And become part of our Ripple of Impact Alliance, where mere ripples evolve into formidable waves. Until our paths intertwine again, remain that beacon, cherish the impact, and above all, revel in every step of your journey.